Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. My winter nights are taken up by static stress and holiday shopping traffic. Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors. Oh, holiday music sounds so good, and I haven't gotten sick of it. Uh, So, (laughs) Carl, bring it on. I love it. It's your girlfriend. Nice. It's Taylor Swift. Oh, stop. No, I'm not a football player. Well, you know her personally, right? Well, I, I met her personally many times, yeah. <laughs> she's, does she still send you a Christmas card? No, no, I'm off that list. <laughs> that's Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, Mark Cox, Bo Matthews. That's Carl in there, too, the executive producer. He's got to get some stage time. Uh, and uh, wow, what a week it has been, gentlemen. It's been a week for some of us, for sure. I know that uh, the 15th came and went. And uh, I, I personally, I did get a phone call from my friend Chuck Mayer that afternoon. Yeah? Yeah, to inform that, oh, me. after of, the drawing? Yeah, to inform me of who won the big drawing. Oh, I didn't know. You know, my phone that. rings, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. It's, it's 310. They drew it at 3. Chuck's calling me. Maybe I won. This has got to be good news. But that was not the case. Do we have Chuck on the phone this morning? We do. The uh, the Missouri Brush Control guest line, the president of the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund, Chuck Mayer. Welcome back to the show, sir. We uh, we sold uh, 250 tickets at $100 a piece, and we've got 12. Well, we have 11 drawings to go now. Chuck, welcome. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> some better than others. I was going to say some better than others, right? <laughs> yeah. Just for the yeah. record, Mark, I, I, I wanted to call and tell you won, but Bo told me I had to call and tell you he won. So. Okay. <laughs> I, I wondered how that went down. No, I saw my phone ringing. I'm like, what, Chuck's called me? They just drew. Maybe I won. And he calls me and he goes, guess who won? And I'm like, I don't know, me? My son? I knew, I knew several people that bought tickets. He goes, no, Bo Matthews won. <laughs> I'm like, wow! Congratulations, well, Bo. Uh, thank you. I, I was I was so awkward, you know, when it <laughs> happened because I didn't have the ticket in my hand. I didn't pull the ticket, Mark. You have to understand. I know Leo pulled the ticket, and even Chuck mentioned on the on the Facebook Live. Father Leo is one of the most tr- well. He's definitely the most trustworthy in that building. It's a priest, that day at Docs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
but 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 was my awkwardness was it necessary was it uh was it genuine would you say it was Chuck? genuine yeah it was genuine there was no faking that um I almost, that was one of the reasons why we asked father leo too i i uh, asked father leo i was trying to think of somebody who was impartial yes and there would be no questions asked um Thank and God. i couldn't think of a better person to draw the ticket than father leo Except his parish now had, has uh, the um, Bo Matthews baptismal yeah. <laughs> font. Stuff. It does. No, hey, but, hey, but really, Chuck, go back a step further. Actually, Father Leo was in Jeff City that day, right? He was. He was in Jeff City, and he he uh, hurried back just to be there in time for the drawing, which I greatly appreciate. Well, congratulations. It it just sounds like it's off to a great start. I mean, in addition to the fact that Bo won the first gun. Uh, but we have 11 more chances, those of us who are still in it. And the important thing is you're raising a lot of great money for the police officers down there. It is. It's important. It's an important important uh, cause. The unfortunate thing is, is Bo's back in there, so he might win the next one, too. <laughs> now, it's really fixed. if that happens, we are going to start uh, asking some questions. Just now, kidding. why? why <laughs> Just would kidding you? you, Bo. Don't be so sensitive. You might win is, 11 of them, for all I know. <laughs> and are we going to try and get Father Leo to do them all, Chuck? Um, if he's available, yes. All right. Okay. If not, we'll get to get Mayor Flower again. No, let again, Bo do it. Let Bo do it, since he won last month, and then if it does pick his own... No, 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 no. no. We, no we want to have, we'll have we'll have Father Leo do it. He's a great guy. I, Chuck, uh, he Chuck knows. I've known this man a long time. I I don't do judging of any contest, and I don't pull any raffle tickets. I just don't do it because I never want to be uh, accused of uh, nefarious things. But uh, real quick, Chuck, the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund, a nice bump. Thanks to everybody who bought those $100 tickets. We will have another drawing uh, every month uh, through November on the 15th, so we'll see you for that. And, uh, Mark, congratulations for January. We'll, oh, we'll thank you. In that. advance? Yeah, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, the money the money goes to the Eureka Police Officer Support Fund. In, in brief, will you, Chuck, just explain what that money is going to do for him? Um, it, it's going into the fund. It, it, we actually have an officer that's been in, out, was in the hospital for about two weeks. So um, some of the money is going to his family, him and his family, and then different um Things that we do throughout the year for equipment, safety equipment. Um, just to, it's a fun to help the police officers in, in the time of need and get some things that the city uh, isn't budgeted for to uh, for the safety of the community. Outstanding effort, Chuck. Listen, I know you got things to do. We always appreciate you giving us some time and keep up the great work for your community down there in Eureka. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate you and appreciate all you guys do, and I will talk to you soon. Absolutely. Yep, thank you. Proud to be part of the group. Yep, and if you want more information, uh, just check out uh, on Facebook, uh, Eureka Police Officer Support Fund. Chuck, Merry Christmas to you, sir. You too. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. You bet. Thank you, Chuck. I do have to tell you, though, uh, shortly after our first drawing happened, um, my neighbor sent me a flyer that he found the 2024 gun raffle. This is one gun every week. Week! For a year, every ticket is worth 52 chances, and it's only $50. And that group is the Rock Community Firefighters Organization. And how cool is that? I mean, every I, I, week they're giving away a The fire. minute you told me about it, I went out and bought a ticket because I'm like, okay, they're only going to sell a 1,000 of them, and they're going to have 52 drawings. I mean, that's it's so much odds. better odds than the lottery that uh, you'd be a fool not to uh, to want a ticket to something like that. I, I think Arm in America is a wonderful thing, so that I think that's awesome.
I mean, Bo Matthews might win 52 more guns this, this, this year. I'm just thinking. <laughs> and, Bo, you put that up online. It is a beautiful weapon. Uh, what is it? A tread? It is. What is it? You, you, you know, won? it's interesting because you can get into an AR uh, for, I don't know, three or $400, yeah, something like that. Yeah, you don't have to spend a lot on them. But. Sig Sauer, uh, this is their entry level into the, uh, the AR platform, and it's the M400 tread. When I asked uh, Tim Doc over at Doc's uh, Guns and Ammo, he said he didn't know for sure, but he believes that the tread, which I'm thinking it's going to have tire treads on it or something, <laughs> uh, is the don't tread on me. Uh, might, might be a tip of the hat to that. I, I don't know for sure, and he didn't either, but yeah, it's gorgeous. So hopefully my stocking will be... Loaded down with ammo. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And that so is that if, a five five six? Is that what it is? It's you know what I, I learned that day. I didn't realize this before, but if if you have a five five six, it also shoots two two three, similar to the three fifty seven shoots a thirty eight. I've never had an AR, so I, I didn't know oh. until that day. Wow. So anyway, if you want in on that uh, Rock Community Firefighters uh, raffle, I believe they're still selling tickets. RockCommunityFirefighters.org is where you can get more information. So anyway, uh, I did want to mention, do you think uh, with the Colorado attempt to pull Trump's name off of the ballot in 24, do you think Colorado, the state of Colorado, will be treated as Bud Light was when they did something that people didn't agree with? Do you think people that vacation there or hunt there or spend their money there... Do you think that could happen? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would like to think. So here's my theory on it. My, my theory is that Colorado has been ruined by the influence of people fleeing California and Washington State and 100%. Oregon. They, they, they ruined their own home state, and then they decided the taxes were so high and the regulations were so high, they were going to flee to the mountains. So they moved into Wyoming. They moved into Montana. They haven't managed to ruin those two states yet. But they did move into Colorado and and take over Denver, which is the population center in Colorado, and, and they've turned it into a blue state. They've only elected Democrat governors there for the past 15 years. A Democrat governors, in, uh, in fact, Governor Hickenlooper appointed five of the seven members of the current Supreme Court there. They were all appointed by Democrats. Uh, and they're just trying to out lefty each other. That that's what they're doing in Colorado now. So you've got people who who have advanced cases of TDS, and they won't get it treated because they're happy about it. It's Trump derangement syndrome. They have <laughs> so, a, they have an advanced case of it in Colorado, and they were celebrating the fact that they thought they were going to outsmart the country and find Trump guilty of something he's never been charged with or convicted of. Uh, but Biden said it was true. But Biden said it was true. He's checked out a long time ago. I mean, honestly, uh, the, 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 all of the fear that they're raising over this, uh, which which you can see with your eyes every single day all uh, of a new Trump presidency, it's going to threaten democracy. Uh, these are the very people that want to strip you of your right to vote for who you want to vote for by removing candidates from the ballot. I mean, how is that democratic? Uh, besides the fact that we live in a representative republic and not technically a democracy, uh, you are preventing voters in the state of Colorado, of which there are still plenty of Republicans, they're just not in the majority, of, of voting for the person of their choice on the ballot because you've decided you don't like him. How is that democratic? And honestly, though, Colorado's been blue for a long time, so we can't really blame on the migration of uh, liberals uh, or Democrats moving out to, you know, like Texas, like you said, or Florida. You know, they're not – the politics are already there. They were already there. They're all stone. Uh, but, they're all stone, Bo. 
They were the first ones to legalize pot, dude. You know, it's uh, it's uh, however many square miles Colorado is surrounded by reality. Gosh, it's such <laughs> a on. beautiful state. My <laughs> my dad uh, was stationed there um, in Denver, in the Denver area, and it's such a beautiful state. I mean, I've, we've done the we've done the uh, the Amtrak uh, over the Rocky Mountains. It's oh. just oh, it's unbelievable. beautiful. It's just I've just been gorgeous. to Beaver Creek. It's a shame it's they've ruined beautiful. it. Beautiful. Just Hiking, a shame that skiing. Just a shame that the, that they're ruining it with their policies, for sure. It's a state of confusion now, Bo. That's what. Well, it is. hopefully, hopefully the, uh, the the Supreme Court will jump in there officially. <laughs> they have to, right? I, I don't. I don't want to to be a nattering nabob of negativity here. However, I will point out that I have been consistently underwhelmed with my expectations for this court. I, I have. There, there been. You'll notice that it's the. The, the the four members who are on the left side of the political aisle always vote as a block. It's the people that they describe as the conservative majority who are the ones that tend to flip, right? The Chief Justice right, Roberts right. sometimes, or, or you've got somebody else that surprises me and, and votes with the lefties on, on an issue or two. So so just like on like later in the show, we're going to talk more about the assault weapons ban in Illinois. They're, they're, the Supreme Court declined to take to issue a restraining order in that case. Mm. I'm, I don't understand that. How can we have a court where you, you have people who are supposed to be interpreting the Constitution, the way it was written, and not making it a living, breathing document, uh, look at something that clearly infringes on the Second Amendment and then not fixing it. So I don't know. I I think that they'll vote to to, uh, reject what happened in Colorado, but I don't feel 100% confident of that anymore. I'm worried about it. Well, when when you look at the election in 2024... Uh, you, you look at, uh, you know, is it going to be a close race? I don't believe it is. Uh, matter of fact, I, I heard uh, Biden at a at a rally uh, this way, week, and I believe there were more protesters outside against him than there were actually in the rally. Don't know that for a fact, but I'm assuming. But Colorado has nine electoral votes, so could that be could that be a swing? You know, could that swing? If uh, if Trump's name's no. not on that ballot, you no. know what I mean. I, I if it's your, only nine, I get your point, and he probably wouldn't have won them anyway. Um, if it's a well, winner take true. all state, I don't know if Colorado splits up its electoral votes or not. A couple states do, but if it's a, if it's a winner take all, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. But no. they're trying this in twenty other states. That's the problem. If they end up being successful with this nonsense, which I I don't think they will be, it just gives ammunition to. The insane people in California, for example, where the lieutenant governor has already announced that we need to do we need to reach the exact same conclusion in California and get Donald Trump. Well, then it starts then it then it starts making a difference because, yeah, yeah, yeah. because, you know, that uh, the Democrats going to win the majority of those electoral votes, but not all. And that's why we have the electoral college in place to begin with i i don't know i i'm just i'm worried about it being a sort of a tipping point well let's see we've tried we've tried uh, impeachment that didn't work we've tried charging him in five different states uh, to keep him from getting elected he keeps getting more popular let's try to take him off the ballot if that doesn't work what's next i mean tucker suggested uh, one day recently what's next assassination I mean, in our lifetime, there have been a, there have been assassination attempts on presidents, Bo. So it's it's, it's not that far removed from the possibility. I'm afraid I, this is where I worry about things going in this country for sure. You can't say that it would never happen, and it's been a fear of mine for a long time uh, because it, 
It's just, it, this is crazy. What do you call it? Uh, D, uh, no, T, D, S. S. Trump, derang- T, Trent, Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah, they're, they're you got a pill for that? <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's no pill for it. There's a ballot uh, that you can fill out that helps uh, for sure. And call your doctor in the morning. All right. <clears throat> Coming up, we're going to talk Happy to the holidays. man with the greatest name in the legal profession, Hans von Spakovsky, and get his take on uh, the Illinois assault weapons bill and and its failure to get a temporary restraining order up in the Supreme Court. It's all straight ahead on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Say his name, Bo. Hans von Spakovsky is coming soon. To save the world. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors, and it is Christmas weekend. Happy holidays to everybody. This segment is brought to you proudly by Razorback Armory in De Pere. And uh, make sure you get in before the end of the year for their huge Sig Sauer special. If you got a gift card from Santa Claus for Christmas, definitely get in there so you can take advantage of those great deals. Check them out at RazorbackArmory.com on Manchester, just east of 270. Mark Cox, here we go. Yeah, you know what, uh, Bo Matthews? I mean, some people might have to still go shop for a gun in case they didn't just win one. Hey, 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 I thought we were (laughs) over this by now. We're I'm just I'm just bitter. No, that's okay. But I've still I'm got saying, eleven more chances, so I feel yes, good about you do. that. And everybody else does, and I do too. There I know you, you do. So um, you're having a really good year so far. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> it, it it start well, it's ending just fine. Um yes. that's actually the second firearm I've ever won in my life. So I'm excited about the others. And actually, Rock Community Firefighters are doing another drawing. Did I tell you about this one? They're selling 1,000 tickets at $50 a piece, and they're doing 52 guns in 52 weeks. Wow. One a week? One a week, starting in January, and I got my ticket. Well, then Uh, you need to tell me how I can get my ticket. (laughs) Uh, Yes, rockcommunityfirefighters.org is where I got mine. I don't know if they're sold out, but, man, uh, I love these kind of things because we are arming 
America. That's right. That's what we're doing. You know, uh, I I have to tell you, I have never spoke to uh, the guest that you got to speak with on Monday that we're going to replay now because it's an important conversation. But I just love the name. The guy should be up in lights in a movie. Hans best von name, best name ever, Hans von Spakovsky with the uh, Heritage Foundation. Of course, he's one of their senior legal fellows there. And uh, j- just whatever's going on uh, when it comes to the Supreme Court or legal issues, he's kind of my go-to guy. Absolutely. And, and of course, speaking of scary black rifles, um, in Illinois, another disappointment when it comes to that, right? I mean, there's a lot we could have talked to Hans about. Of course, when I talked to him this week, uh, this past week, it was it was prior to this Colorado court decision on the election. What I wanted to have him on about was the fact that in the state of Illinois, we cannot seem to get the Supreme Court to step in and give some relief and protection to the Second Amendment rights of the men and women that live in the state of Illinois. And I wanted to talk to Hans about that very subject. Hans von Spakovsky, you know, the former emperor of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Hey, we've got Hans back with us on this holiday week. We certainly appreciate that. Good morning, sir. How are you? Uh, good morning, Mark, and uh, Merry Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas to you, my friend. I appreciate that. Um, I've been chomping at the bit since last week to talk to you about this uh, Supreme Court decision on guns, particularly the Illinois uh, gun ban, the, the the assault weapons ban is what they call it. Uh, the Supreme Court once again chose not to act on this. Um, w- what am I missing here? You know, uh, so much of this is driven by the chief justice. And uh, I, I look, I don't understand his reluctance either to uh, to take these uh, gun cases, particularly when local jurisdictions, cities and others are putting in bans that, in, in my opinion, violate uh, uh, folks Second Amendment rights. Yes. Yeah. And it, it, it strikes me that. The whole point of, of an injunction or, or injunctive relief, right, is to is if somebody's rights are being infringed upon. And it, right. the, the, the people that are challenging this in Illinois will have no problem making that case that you're infringing on the rights of the at least 2.3 million people in Illinois that have FOID cards, fire own, firearm owner ID cards. I mean, these are the people that are allowed to buy a weapon in the state of Illinois, uh, as restrictive as that is to begin with. The court at at the Supreme Court level does not see that. Yeah, I like I said, I just don't get it. And particularly because some of these bands are just so foolish. And, and what do they do? They really hurt um, people who are defending themselves. And, you know, the best description that I ever saw was, uh, I think it was Justice Scalia talking about, you know, this ban on uh, high-capacity a- ammunition, like, you know, Uh, If you're woken up in the middle of the night, you don't have your glasses on because burglars have broken into your home. Uh, You may have to expend a lot of shots trying to hit them. So uh, not having a high-capacity magazine, uh, who is that going to hurt the most? It's just the person defending themselves. Yeah, uh, very true. Well, I mean, here we go again. I I guess it's important to point out because somebody sent me this article on Friday and they were upset that we didn't talk about it Friday morning. The important thing to point out here is that this decision was not based on the merits of the case, correct? It was just a decision not to provide injunctive relief 
as this thing works its way through the appeals court. That, that, that's right. Although the Second Amendment is so important that uh, I wish they had done that. They, yes. they do occasionally do that, um, but they didn't in this particular case. Yeah, I, I, I failed to understand that one. Let, let Go ahead, Kim. Well, I was just going to say, Hans, I mean, I've been following this whole situation with Hunter and how he didn't show up for his court hearing. I'm just curious to get your take on that, because, you know, back in I think it was like 2021, Joe Biden even said, you know, any of these people who were trying to charge for this J6 and with this J6 committee, if they don't if they're subpoenaed and they don't show up, they need to be charged. So I just don't I'm curious to get your take if you think anything will actually come of Hunter Biden ditching his court hearing. Well, it, you know, he didn't show up for his deposition at in Congress, which means that he's guilty of contempt. Um, if the House votes votes him uh, guilty, guilty of contempt, then guess who it's up to to enforce uh, the contempt citation? <laughs> the U.S. Justice Department. Which we know they're fair. They, yeah, yeah. And remember, while they uh, while they have no trouble. Enforcing contempt citations against conservatives, people like Peter Navarro, right, who worked for Donald Trump. Right. Uh, remember who they refused to enforce it against? Lois Lerner, right? Remember the head of the IRS who mm-hmm. was going after conservative organizations? I tell you what, rather than they should hold them in contempt. But rather than relying on the Justice Department, I think what Congress needs to do is they need to immediately go back to the federal judge in Delaware who is handling the felony gun charges filed against him. You know why? If you'll recall, when he pleaded not guilty in October, he was released by the judge, but the judge imposed conditions on his release. And the first one was, you can't violate any more federal, state, or local laws. Well, it's a criminal violation of the law not to comply with a uh, congressional subpoena. So that judge ought to immediately de- have him arrested, detained, and thrown in jail. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that completely. Well, Hans, I'll tell you what, we're out of time, but uh, Merry Christmas to you, and uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you. Uh, hopefully, uh, I don't know if you're on with us the week between Christmas and New Year, but uh, Merry Christmas. Thanks a lot. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate that. Uh, you never know what people's holiday schedules is. I don't want to put him on the spot there. It's true. <laughs> you working, Hans, or is it you just working, us? Are you working next week or just us? Kim and I'll be here because I burned up all my vacation there last summer for sure. Okay, so that really is a uh, recorded conversation. Always a pleasure to hear Hans von Spakowski. But I do want to put on my Dear Santa list. In 2024, Dear Santa, I would like to personally talk to Hans von Spakowski. <laughs> and then when he stars in a movie, I want to be the voice. The in leader of the Aust- Austro-Hungarian Empire is what uh, we Jim always Pierre say Farnham, in our intro yeah. f- uh, for him. <laughs> Just such a down-to-earth guy. We've had him in the studio here before, and of course, um, he's he's got a brilliant legal mind. He's written a bunch of books on election integrity. So if you're looking for the the great book about what happened in 2020, uh, you can pick up uh, the one by Hans von Spakovsky and, and uh, check it out. Good. In a world where Americans don't agree, Hans von Spakovsky <laughs> is back. <laughs> we need to have Bo voice the his Ooh, intro. I like that. I do too. Yes, indeed. <laughs> be, it'd be a pleasure. Hans no, I've heard. Spikowski. I've heard him all over the station. Does he talk to uh, Mark Reardon? Are they not friends? Because I've heard Annie on with him. Uh, well, I mean, he's a Heritage guest, so we could call Heritage and request uh, any of their folks. I don't know if Mark has him on. Annie has him on occasionally. So. 
Yeah. So anybody could just pick up the phone, call Herod, and you go, I want to talk to Hans von Spickhoff. You got to know who to speak with. You have to know who to speak with. Like the general public, I don't think, can just call up. Well, Santa has my request. I can just put it out there like that. Hey, you know, uh, speaking of safety, and we've discussed this before on here, and that is uh, safety on public transportation. And an incident that happened here in St. Louis on our metro ended up getting some national headlines uh, coming up here on Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. We're going to talk to our friend Cam Edwards. Uh, He has uh, hosted a podcast with the NRA for years. He's got his own website called BearingArms.com. And uh, we're going to talk to him about that. And maybe we'll get his thoughts on the Illinois assault weapons ban as well. Straight ahead on Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Christmas from all of us here at Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. You know what I learned this week, Bo, from Carl Middleman? Pew pew. That Mariah Carey, because that song gets played nonstop during the season. It is the number one song in the country currently. Yeah, yeah. She makes in recurring revenue every year two and a half to three million dollars just on that song being played so much. Wow. Every year before she wakes up in the morning. She's made oh $3 million dollars on because of that one song. And we just helped her out Thank by you. playing it. We just helped her out. We're just Car- contributing to Mariah around here. I, I have a question then. <laughs> yes, sir. How, how much is uh, the Youpers making with Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? <laughs> That's uh, I, Dr. Elmo and Patsy. I hope yeah, a buddy. lot. I hope a lot. Yeah. You know, this is the first year I haven't gotten, ex- I've gotten, I have not gotten sick of Christmas music. I have to be honest with you. I've just avoided it largely. We didn't start playing it on my show till this week. So. Right, and I whamageddon someone, <laughs> and which I actually whamageddon somebody last week and the week before. If they're because they're like ah, oh. because if you don't know what whamageddon is, that is trying to avoid whams last Christmas. And so if someone says, oh, listen to Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors, and I won't hear wham, the last two weeks, I'm not sorry. Yeah, that's the holiday version of getting Rick rolled. Isn't <laughs> right, it? exactly. And so I, I, this week on the Mark Cox Morning Show, I played it twice, and somebody said, "You butthead!" I was, <laughs> I'd made it this far. They thought they could avoid it by listening to my show. Normally, they could because they'd mostly hear Van Halen. But Mark's or in on the joke, something like that. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's hilarious. Speaking true. of the Mark Cox show. Yes, Carl. Well, nice segue there. You know, before we get to that real quick, I just want to mention that uh, there was a court decision in California this week. A a a, uh, um, I believe he was a maybe a Bush appointed judge ruled on the very restrictive gun laws that they've once again ran out and passed. Gavin Newsom signed it. It was supposed to take effect on January 1st, and a judge has halted it, temporarily halted it, while the lawsuit against it by a gun rights group um, moves forward. And it was so restrictive that if you had a concealed carry license, even if you could get one in California, 
there were zones where you weren't allowed to have a gun. So driving from your house to the grocery store, you risk being arrested if you ended up in one of these zones that they'd set up where you weren't allowed to have a gun. And the judge said, I'm sorry, that is a direct violation of the Second Amendment. We're suspending this until this decision can get heard in court. So there are some protections out there for for your Second Amendment rights, but he, they'll probably appeal that to some nutty bunch of lefty judges who will let it take effect. I mean, it's crazy right. what's going on in this country. And Gavin Newsom was quoted as saying, this puts Californians at risk. Does he really believe law-abiding citizens are the problem? That's what fascinates me about the whole thing. So I, I'm just saying, I, I, I don't... I don't even know what else to do. I was glad to see the decision, but it was a low enough court judge that it'll probably end up getting overturned before it gets to the Supreme Court at some point. And we're seeing it in blue areas all around this country. Uh, just crazy stuff going against that Second Amendment. They're just trying to just pick at it like water torture, like Chinese water torture. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. they're just gonna, trying to go. It's I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. Well, you know, we make our own headlines enough here in Missouri. Uh, this time, because of crime, on Metrolink, that story got picked up at BearingArms.com. If you ban them in the future, the bullets will have been shot and there won't be any more available. So you don't shoot deer with a bullet that size. If you do, you could cook it at the same time. Put that double barrel shotgun and fire two blasts outside the house. That is without a doubt the dumbest thing I've ever heard. We got Cam Edwards back with us this morning, editor at BearingArms.com. And Cam, great to have you. How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you, Mark? I'm doing just fine. You know, uh, here we sit right across the river from the People's Republic of Illinois, where J.B. Pritzker has signed this assault weapons ban. And I am tend to be continue to be mystified, I should say, that every time we get to a higher court, including the Supreme Court, they won't just put a stay on this thing until it finally gets decided by the court. In the meantime, everybody listening to me over in Illinois is having their Second Amendment rights trampled on. Yeah, this is um, this is frustrating, you know, and the court doesn't work uh, as speedy as we would like, particularly when it comes to Second Amendment issues, unfortunately. You know, this is something that is nothing new since the Bruin decision came down, what, a year and a half ago. Um, the court has declined to intervene on an emergency basis in a number of challenges, right? So New York and New Jersey's post-Bruin carry restrictions, uh, Illinois' ban on uh, so-called assault weapons and large-capacity magazines, as you've said. And, you know, I, I wouldn't read too much into this. I think the court is still, uh, frankly, I think that there are still five votes to get rid of Illinois' ban. Um, but it is frustrating, you're right, that they're not intervening at an earlier stage, considering the importance of the rights that are at stake here, you know, I would love to see the Supreme Court get involved at an earlier stage, but I have a feeling there's a Fourth Circuit case, a case dealing with Maryland's ban on so-called assault weapons. We've been waiting over a year for that decision to come down, and that's a case that the Supreme Court has already accepted. Uh, after Bruin, they accepted this case, they, they vacated the lower court decisions, they remanded it back down to the Fourth Circuit, and I have a feeling that that's the vehicle that they want uh, to, to uh, actually, you know, adjudicate a uh, ban on so-called assault weapons. 
But the problem is the Fourth Circuit doesn't seem inclined to give it to them on a timely basis. Yeah. So, yeah, we're sort of stuck in a holding pattern yeah. in the meantime. Yeah, very true. You know, I want to take you back a couple of days because you had it there at BearingArms.com. You had a St. Louis story thrown in there about the the danger of gun-free zones, and it happened to highlight our metro system here in St. Louis. Yeah, there was a uh, you know brutal assault on a bus. Um in St. Louis. And, you know, not every city actually bans firearms on public transportation. It's important to understand that. St. Louis is one of the outliers where uh, all public transportation is a gun-free zone. And, you know, not only are you unable to protect yourself in places where crimes are taking place, but if you can't carry a bus on a train or on a bus, and that's how you get around, well, what does that do for your right to self-defense once you leave that public transportation, right? Right. Um, and the victim in this assault, you know, said nobody should have a gun, but he did. And that, to me, proves the futility of these gun-free zones. You can put up a sign. You can say, don't bring a gun here. But there are no armed guards on every bus or every train car. There's no way that Metrolink can guarantee that their gun-free zone is really gun-free. So why shouldn't the people who have to uh, use that system be able to protect themselves both on and off public transportation. I agree. I, I had Kevin, you you, you quote uh, Kevin Scott here from the uh, Bi-State Development, had him on the show about a week or two ago, talking about the fact that year after year, their, their, their number of, of um, incidents rose pretty sharply. And his argument was part of that was because of proactive policing, which means they were more proactively targeting people uh, on these buses or, or going after them if they had warrants and stuff like that. And, and, and I'm like, well, why haven't we been doing that for 20 years? Because this is a situation where a lot of people just won't ride Metro out of fear because they know they can't carry and they know there's mm-hmm. not going to be a, an officer on every train or bus and they, they don't want to be a victim. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. can't blame them. Right. right. So, right. you know, it, it really puts folks, Again, particularly those folks who are relying on public transportation in a, in a really difficult situation. And I think it puts them in a position where their rights are being violated. I'd love to see a court challenge to this ban. Um, we've got a couple of uh, cases around the country that are challenging similar bans, but I think Metrolink needs to get sued, too, honestly. I'm with you completely. Cam Edwards, our guest, editor at BearingArms.com. Uh, you're still doing the podcast, right? 40 Acres and a Fool? So 40 Acres and a Fool has sort of gone by the wayside, but okay. I'm still doing the All Baron right. Arms Cam and Company podcast. Right, uh, yeah, my wife and I do a, a very small podcast about the homestead called Foul Language, F-O-W-L, <laughs> I love uh, it. based on our uh, chicken raising. Folks can find that on my Patreon page. But yeah, check out Baron Arms Cam and Company. <laughs> And YouTube, Rumble, all the major podcast platforms. That's where we're covering the latest Second Amendment news and information on a daily basis. What, what are the what are the challenges of, of foul raising these days, Cam? <laughs> well, let's see. You've got to uh, predator control is a big one, right? You know, you can't go after the hawks that go after our chickens because you can't shoot those. But uh, it's been a very busy time with the raccoons and the foxes. It's the time of year where you know it's a little bit harder for them to find a meal. So uh, you know, all of a sudden, they're looking at my chickens as fast food. That's, that's a big challenge these days. <laughs> Are you outside of like a municipality or, or do you have those restrictions as well? No, no. Thankfully, I am on about 40 acres oh, nice. uh, in the middle of rural Virginia. So ah. I, have, uh, I have very few restrictions. I am my own homeowners association. That's just the way I like it. <laughs> I love it. I'm coming to Cam's house if the you know what hits the fan. <laughs> If I can find it, it's probably not on a map anywhere, I'm guessing. That's right. (laughs) Cam, I appreciate your time, my friend. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, you too, Mark. Look forward to talking to you in the new year. Yep, take care of yourself. Uh, Good stuff. Uh, Bearingarms.com. Cam Edwards there. and 
that's a great clearinghouse for Second Amendment stories, BearingArms.com. I would direct you to go there. They're talking about, see, here we go again. State of Missouri, very red state, Republican supermajority down in, in Jeff City, and yet we still sometimes can't get common sense things done like, you know, I, you, you name it, dealing with transgender bathroom issues and men in sports and women's sports. I mean, sometimes those things seem to take a lot longer than they should. He's got a story on there today about how a Kentucky Republican has offered a red flag bill, sort of a a watered down red flag bill in the state of Kentucky. Now, it's probably not going anywhere because they do have a pretty strong Republican majority, despite just reelecting their Democrat governor down there. Um, but, you know, you you always got to be on the watch for things like this. So maybe we need to check the Missouri Firearms Coalition to make sure nothing like that going on here in Missouri as we head into session. Wow, great interview. Uh, that is Cam Edwards of BearingArms.com. Uh, and I, I will tell you that I, my guilty pleasure during this time of year when I can settle down in the evening with an eggnog or hot chocolate is I love to watch Christmas movies. And I was just watching a Christmas movie the other night and people were riding the bus. They were going to go shopping. And I'm thinking, wow, you know, I loved bus travel when I was a kid going to uh, broadcasting school in Minneapolis because <laughs> yeah. you could jump on it. Just do what you got to do instead of worry for your life like we do in 2023. Uh, mass transit could be so helpful. But uh, anyway, uh, so there's. There's my option. Yeah, and once again, not recognizing the fact that the law-abiding citizens who might want to carry to protect themselves are not the ones you have to worry about. It's the thugs and the criminals and, you know, uh, malcontents who just want to get on and cause trouble. I I just, I don't know. That's kind of where we are. Should the, uh, uh, you know, uh, concealed carry weapons not allowed in this facility or whatever, should that say law-abiding uh, concealed carry weapons. <laughs> yeah. And should. and should they have a sign that says, hey, uh, bad guys with guns, you're not allowed to carry a weapon in here. That'll oh, help boy. it all. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm well, uh, that that's going to do it uh, for us. And I, I wish all of you a very Merry Christmas and maybe your stockings be filled with new firearms. How about that? And ammo. And, and ammo. ammo. Just yeah. like Bo Matthews did this last week oh one last dig in there and that uh, that's good for you though but i'm so happy for you bo i really am it humbles me i now i'm feeling some genuine love here and you've been giving me grief all week i even (laughs) i went to i went to talk to father leo who pulled the actual ticket and he said, you don't worry about that. He called me out. Cox he goes, you me. tell Mark Cox to call me. Thank you, Father <laughs> right, Leo. Send him to me. That's right. That's I awesome. It. All right. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, get the podcast. Absolutely. Check out the podcast, the Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. We'll see you next weekend. See you, boys. talk.com Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 